This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, brain scan. Goodbye, reality. Welcome, virtual reality. Wrong! Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. Wrong again. I'm Hotlanta. And I'm Troy. And we did not watch Near Dark this week. Nope. Because apparently you can't find it anywhere to legitimately stream it. Yeah. So we will watch it eventually. Or even I think legitimately. We'll... So we just swapped in one of uh, supposed alleged real cousin... Uh, Brett Sontag, two-legged, two-legged bringer of destructions two suggestions layered. instead. Two-legged. He's a good guy. That's what we hear. Yeah, he's a legitimate human being as well. I've heard <laughs> he is. <laughs> uh, I still, did. I still love though that I just assumed it was a bit when you said he was your cousin and that you knew him. Nope. <laughs> and, I know him. Like, yeah, you're like, he no, no, my cousin. I totally know. His name is also Brett. <laughs> well, that's not so weird to me because my wife is Greek and kind of the tradition is you name your firstborn child after the, the child's uh, paternal grandfather if it's a male or uh, a paternal grandmother if it's a, if it's a girl. And if it's a, the second the second of any gender becomes is named after the maternal grandparent of that gender. So my wife legitimately has like a brother and four cousins named John. Like four first cousins all named John because the grandfather's name was John. Are they just addressed as John followed by a number? Well, no, they have Big John, Little John, like okay, they have I Canada just... John, they have Sandy's John, and then there's Greek John. That was good. Mm-hmm. I just... Aren't they all Greek John? Well, one of the Johns lived in Greece, like oh, never okay. left Greece. One John's yeah. way more Greek than the other John's. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's kind of the thing. That's that's. So it doesn't surprise me that like cousins have the same name anymore. So, but it just surprised me that like that it wasn't a bit. I just assumed that was a bit. Nope. He's a good guy. Speaking speaking of bits, we should have some more bits. John Amplis. Mmm. Mm, bits. Bits and bits and bits and bits. Read your book, you dumb skank. So, Chris, how does brain scan start? From the beginning. Shut up. Read it. Oh, Do it. Man. Quit. Stop. Wait, is this is this a, a Daft Punk song? Do it. Wait it. Quit it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> good job. I did. That was pretty good. <laughs> that was really good. That was pretty good. Yeah. Do it. Wait it. Quit it. Stop it. <laughs> Sometimes I fuck up and do all right. Now get into your book. Uh, Damn stupid. Just like, the le- just like DC's Legends of Tomorrow, Brett. Punch you screw Chris things the up for the, the better. Did they punch Chris in the back of the head too. At least one of them would. If you ever start reading, you can get on with your book. Oh, I guess that's true. So, uh, oh, was that in the book? Yeah, it was. So that's how it starts. First word of the movie, so. John Amplis. 
I'm sweaty, John Amplis. So we start off Eddie Furlow with John Connor. Yeah, sleepy time, John Connor. John Connery. And uh, he's having sleepy, some s- sleepy, sweaty time, John Connor. Yeah. And he's having uh, some sort of dream sleepy vision. Sleepy, sweaty time. That sounds awful. With a That's child. What most of my sleepy times are. And a car crash. And a mom. Yeah. Mom ain't looking so good. Old mangled mom. Yeah. Yep, and there's like a lot of a lot of shots uh, from like gurney vision underneath like the fluorescent lights of a hospital hallway as you're being wheeled underneath of them. Yep, gurney vision. Never heard of that one, but sure. Yeah, yeah. I think Sam Raimi invented it. Mm-hmm. You just you Don't put a camera on a way. two by four. You put the camera on a two by four. You put the two by four on a gurney, and then you roll it down a hallway. Yeah, classic. I like it. And he, uh, he wakes up after having his bad dream. That's what you do after dreams is wake up. And he does... Unless you die. He does normal you teenage die dreams, things. You die for reals. Yeah, he, uh, he has his what? 1994 robot butler call his buddy. Or oh, his buddy yeah. calls his robot butler. Igor, dummy. Yeah. Which, I mean, is a little over the top. But honestly, like, you could totally make phone calls from your computer with, like, your modem card. Like, that was totally a thing you could do in 1994. Yeah. You didn't have a, a robot butler, but... Yeah, you couldn't be like, Igor, call my best friend Buddy. He predicted, hey, but, Google. Yeah, they predicted the echoes. Yep, it's like the Simpsons. Maybe if you uh, maybe you bark it if you bark at Igor, he'll play you Slaughterhouse Princess. Igor Lexus. Good one. Read your fucking book. So uh, he his buddy calls and they're talking about their favorite pastime, which is horror media. Hell, I like yes. horror media. I can identify with that. I know it's identifiable. They, so what's your problem? They name check Fangoria magazine. Bingo. Yeah. And they're and uh, they're talking about the new hot game. Brain scan. Damn. Yeah, and it's supposed to be the most scariest thing what has ever happened. The realest scariest. It makes yeah, Phantasmagoria look like shit. It's an interactive CD-ROM, which means like you're in control and you make things happen. Yeah, so many megabytes, they said. So many megabytes on that piece of media. But then John Connor gets distracted because his neighbor starts changing clothes. Yeah, so he's got to get to his sex pervert camera rig. He's got to go be a... Oh, God. Yeah, and since since she was in his high school, presumably he was creating child porn. Yay, 90s. Yeah. And so, but... I mean, there's a little bit in there where you can tell that she realizes that she's being recorded. And she decides that she's going to flash him some nip. Like you can see her like stealing herself to do it. And then she does it. And then we go back to the phone conversation. Cause apparently that wasn't that important. Yeah. Nah, fam back to the phone. Well, and apparently his, his buddy on the phone knows he's knows he's uh knows he's noted. A new one even for you. Knowns. He's no- 
Noted peeping Tom. Yeah, he's like, hey, are you being a fucking creepy weirdo again? Yeah. Are you, like, are no, you man. using 10 grand in video equipment to tape your fucking neighbor next door? You fucking weirdo. He does have that telephone dialing machine. He does indeed. His war dialer. Yeah. So, uh, he decides that he's going to order up that their brain scan he, the kids are all into. 1-800-555-FEAR. Yep. Yeah, buy me braid scanner. Go to hell. <laughs> Get two, because like, I'm not sharing with Caitlin. That's right. And so he orders it, and it arrives in the mail. That's yeah. how it works. And then, uh, well, we're at school the next day. Oh, yeah, we're watching... They're watching some horror movie, which is pretty lame looking. And his friend's like, wait till she eats the gallbladder. Yeah. Well, that would be the best part. And then Principal Tight Enos shows up. And he's all like, like he's all like, horror movies have no artistic. Yep. And uh, horror movies have no artistic value. Uh, I'm going to shut down your horror movie club because... Kids shouldn't be watching horror movies because they have no artistic value. I mean, in fairness, how is he supposed to know that the horror club was going to watch horror-based things? I mean, it was very misleading the way they titled it. Well, here's what I'm wondering is, like, who is who is going to hold these movies? And were, like, any, like, teachers screening them ahead of time or anything? Because at some point they're going to be, like, showing nudity on school property, which I'm pretty sure every principal is opposed to. Yeah, but this guy was a real square because he's had things like marijuana cigarettes and pornographic yeah. sex as opposed to the <laughs> other kind of pornographic movie. Yep, you know, the not sex pornographic one. sex movies. Isn't that the one that said you're going to have to go rape someone after you watch a pornographic sex movie? Yeah. You smoke yeah. marijuana cigarettes and then you're all whacked out and then you watch a pornographic sex movie and you get rape boners. And, yep. Yeah, you get you get an erection and then you go rape someone and then well you get raping I, boners. Oh, you get a boner, you go rape someone, an erection, and go rape someone, and then Edward Furlong's like, I'm pretty sure people rape people, erections don't rape people. Yeah, fair point. <laughs> Which is pretty good. And apparently, uh, he wants to screen everything from now on because yeah. he seems like he's willing to give this a real objective look. Yeah, I mean, there's no way that Principal Tidiness is, like, not going to just say no to everything. Yeah. He, for a guy who's so into art, he sure didn't understand the concept of escapist fantasy. It's probably his tight yeah. anus. I just, like, I maybe, maybe, maybe and I, if I was uh, John Connor in this, I'd be like, I would have pulled, like, a, uh, was it the end of the world on him? Where they submitted, like, what they thought was, like, an over-the-top, like, raunchy version so that it could get cut down to something he'd be comfortable with and then the MPAA just said no it's fine that's good that's fine you can you can have a shadow of Satan's boner raping uh, Jonah Hill in this it's fine it's just Jonah Hill yeah Who's no, no, we're, we're probably fine with that but you know it's NC-17 if Dana Plato rubs her nipples against some other woman's nipples whoa whoa this is America that's dirty you want to blow a guy's head up in full screen? That's fine, but a nip on another nip? Come on, man! What think about <laughs> no. the children? Yeah, what about the children? Yeah. They'll be damaged. 
<laughs> be a whole uh. generation of sex perverts. Nips on nips. On nips on just, nips on just, nips on Just wait nips. till Principal Titus finds out about Tinder. Or Grinder for that matter. Oh. <laughs> or plenty of fish. Well, he won't be Principal Titus for long if he's on Grinder. Seems like he probably had a secret Grinder account. Yeah, I'm sure he did. That's my head candidate anyway. Principal Lucy. So there's that plot that doesn't go anywhere. And then he's back. He gets home and checks his mail, and there is the CD-ROM from Brainscan. Yeah. So he. Uh, they said the name of the movie in the movie. They said the thing. So he puts it in on his uh, amazing rig. He's got like a sixteen by nine CRT, which is fascinating to me. Oh, I also love though that that he has to put. The CD-ROM, which has a picture of a brain, which has the outlay, an artistic outline of a brain on it, into one of the cassettes to then put into a CD-ROM drive. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was super into that. Oh, I like, man, we got so nostalgic when I saw that. I was like, oh, man, the cassette, yes, yes. So, yeah, fires it up, and apparently you have to call a number when you play it. 1-800-555-FEAR. And then a weird demon face tells you that you have to complete the the murder. Like you're going to you're going to have to you're it's going to be a murder and you're gonna be playing the part of the murderer and you have to complete the murder and and hide as much evidence as you can in the time allotted, or else you won't be able to play the second episode of brain scan yeah so he, hiding uh, evidence usually involves a furnace he fires or it up a fireplace and we're treated to first person murder vision yep where he uh with the aid of disembodied voice he breaks into a guy's house he kills that bald guy with that chef's knife yep yep because he, and the the disembodied voice is trying to get him to stab the guy through the eye with the chef's knife, but apparently that that kind of squicks uh, John Connor out a bit, and so then he dog. just stabs, just stabs him in the back a couple times. Yeah, and then he flails wildly around for twenty six minutes, <laughs> leaving bloody handprints all over the walls and the sheets and the cat, all sorts the of floor. From the window to the wall. As the sweat drips down his balls? Well, the blood, I think, does. Oh, skeet, skeet, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, we, we get it. Shut up. Read your book. You've stopped reading your book. Yeah, I did. And then John Connor's like, well, he's got a tattoo on his foot, so I'm going to cut off his foot. Yeah, you gotta have the foot, see? You gotta take away his identifying knife. marks so you can't tell who it was. I mean, I'm sure it's just as easy to, to cut off someone's foot with a chef's knife as it is to break down a chicken, right? Like, nope, it's not that guy. He had a tattoo on his foot, and this guy clearly has no foot, so it can't be that guy. Nope. The guy I thought that it was sleeping in his bed had two feet. And so uh, John Connor wakes up 
or comes to or is un virtual reality, whatever the fuck. Yeah. And he's all like, whoa, man, that was intense. I need to chug this room temperature milk. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm nothing sweating with my hot milk. Like chugging like room tepid milk. Mm. The milk is sweating just as bad as I am. And so somehow he doesn't blow chunks afterwards. Yeah. And, and then, then he uh, goes to bed. Yeah, and he gets up the next day. Halfway cheese. And he, he wants to go uh, check in with neighbor girl. Well, yeah. like in person or from his room? Uh, no. First he looks at his sex pervert video feed to see if she's available. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Like you do. Like a reasonable person does. How else are you going to find out? Yeah. And then he heads over yeah. and he's like, hey, Mr. Neighbor, I'm here to speak with your daughter in a non-creepy sex pervert capacity this time. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, hey, okay, come on in. And on the news, they talk about the murder. The murdidly erdler. Thank you, Chris. And John Connor kind of freaks out since it's the same. is this, your first day or something? Yes. (laughs) Damn new people. Something like that. And uh, John Go Connor ahead, gets guy. spooked and heads home. Like a horse. And looks <laughs> in the freezer where, according to the music sting, the foot is. Well, they show the foot, is. too. The foot. Well, yeah, but the music sting lets you know. There's oh, an yeah. identifiable mark. And he's Ba-boom. all like, oh, no. It's the murder foot. I oh, was Speaking the of the music... Did anyone else notice that the music was composed by George S. Clinton, who is not a member of the Parliament Funkadelic? Yeah, there were no P. Funk All Stars to be found. Yeah, I was, I was, was kind of like George, like George Clinton. Like, was this music done by like the George Clinton? Oh no, no, it's not the George Clinton. It's a George Clinton, George S. Clinton, to be exact. That's why they had to have the S. You're probably yeah. right. I'm yeah. sorry to say that. I was a little disappointed. I was wrong still up I mean, until just right now. Yeah. And uh, as he's freaking out about the foot, our uh, our friend shows up. Friend? Yeah. Friend. And it's, uh, what, Trickster? Oh, yeah, Trickster is our friend. Yeah, Trickster's our yeah. friend. Trickster. Trickster's a good guy, I think. He's got a crushed yeah, he- velvet jacket and really little teeth. And look at that hairline or cut. And long fingers. And he does have them small teeth. I didn't notice his teeth, maybe because they were so small. Oh, they were just, they're little bitty teeth like. Yeah, he had like a hundred teeth on the top. It was weird. Each tooth was a half a tooth. I'm going to have to go look that. I'm going to have to go check that out before my rental ends. He's got way too small a teeth. I think that's the first thing we noticed. Yeah, I've never noticed his teeth. teeth. Aside from, you know, the The everything else. Teeth are wild, dog. And, uh... Trickster, he plays some Primus. Yeah, Trickster digs Primus, does not like the other CDs. He throws them to the ground. <laughs> they were thrown to the ground. He threw them on the ground. Wow. His dad's not a phone. Cell, cell phone? He's not part of their system. <laughs> <laughs> he does not like country music, however, we find out later. Yeah. That's true. And so he jams to some, uh, some Primus... 
My name is Mud. And uh, old uh, John Connor is like, hey, man. Young John Connor. <laughs> was, was, John, was John Connor a race car driver? He did drive pretty fast. How fast? Well, he never won the checkered flag, but he never, never did come in last. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Don't look at me at all. Oh, sorry. Don't look at, at me, brown beaver. Something, something tornado fence. Yes. The old tornado fence. Classic tornado fence, they'll yep. all say. Who? Yeah. Who will say that? All of them. It's just two of the random words I know from a Primus song. Cyclone fence. And uh, oh, I, think, I think you're right. I think it is cyclone fence. Oh, you better say that I know, was right in the same I know. I know one weird. random word from a random Primus song. I'm never going to be Thanks. right ever again. Yeah, it's cool. You burn it. Those are my two... <laughs> a primus Thanks. lyric and whatever else it is that I said I'm not telling don't say it again cause something bad will happen so uh Trickster's like hey man you did a good job on that first one and uh John Connor's like but I murdered a guy he's like yeah yeah but you did it pretty good <laughs> except for the witness yeah like but and during the killing of this dude they you keep focusing so in on the cat true. So I'm like, is he supposed to go like take care of the cat? Who is the, <laughs> the cat has seen too much. That's what I thought because that's the only thing that saw a lot of this was that cat. The cat yeah, watched. I mean, damn if, cat. If the cat saw everything. The cat was in. Although the cat, though, I think, cat was probably trying to kill his owner anyway. Right, so the cat like, was not upset. Probably pissed off that somebody beat him to it. Yeah, cats are dicks. They will try to kill you. Yep. They'll try to kill all of us. Not if we kill them first. True. Shut up. I was just kidding. Yeah, don't kill cats. Yeah. Wait. So, uh... Anyway. Yeah. That. Trickster's like, you gotta get rid of the witness. There was two witnesses, but I was one of them. And don't worry, we're pals. But you're gonna have to get rid of the other one. And John Connor's like, nah, man, I ain't gonna have any of that. He's like, eh, we'll see. Yep. And he turns into a weird ball and disappears. That's right. So uh, John Connor decides to get rid of the foot. Which leads to... Uh, a dog that, finding it. Yeah, some, it out in the woods. Some hijinks with a dog. Uh... This movie, strangely, features a whole lot of John Connor lying face down in shrubs. Didn't see that coming. John Connor face down in the, in the bush? Mm, maybe. And so, uh, you know, we get some hijinks where the dog gets the foot and... He's got to chase the dog and someone almost finds the dog with the foot. Yeah. Or John Connor with the dog with the foot. And then uh, John Connor... Successfully retrieves said foot, I suppose buries it, heads home, and burns stuff in the fireplace. Yeah, it's murder clothes. Like you do. The old murder clothes. Incineration. He he gets the second disc delivered via mail. Right, but that's when, like, so he decides not to go to school, and so the neighbor girl shows up. And she's like, oh, I went to all your teachers and got your assignments because you haven't been in school for a little bit. And I got your mail. 
and she's totally like into him obviously and he's kind of like i don't know what to do here because i'm a teenage guy boy who doesn't think that anyone would be ever be interested in him and oh my god it's a brain scan cd fuck yeah (laughs) so he throws it in for round two and he gets really weirded out and like is really awkward even more awkward with her and like makes her leave yeah we don't get treated to first person uh murder cam this time Nope, it's kind of like he, but he also records himself because he's like, he sets up his, you know, $10,000 worth of video equipment on himself this time. And thankfully, he does not like get naked like he wants the girl next door to do. And he's like, you know, if if I actually am a murderer, this is my confession. I'm going to try the second disc and see what happens. Igor, dial 1-800-555-FEAR. Yeah. And then he uh, he comes to in the chair again afterwards, and he's like, uh, okay, let's let's go to the videotape. Yep. And it shows him doing the thing, saying, you know, this is my confession and whatnot, and then getting up and leaving. And he's like, oh, wait a second. I didn't get up and leave. I was here the whole time. I had my warm milk ready. <laughs> my own eyes are tripping, dog. My chugging milk. So he goes and looks in his dead part freezer. Yeah. And what do you think he sees? Friends necklace. His little friend's necklace. Yeah, best friend, Kyle. Yep. Which we may or may not have mentioned existed yet. Teenager played by a 27-year-old. No, we mentioned the friend before, but we just never gave him a name. Yeah, and he he's not happy, you know, for murdering his friend. So he calls over. Probably shouldn't have murdered his friend. And gets a hold of a detective guy that thinks he murdered people. Detective Skeletor. Yeah, yeah. weird cop. That's the guy who plays Skeletor in the Masters of the Universe movie. And uh, he's already had a run-in or two with this guy. He, he There was some sort of horrible accident earlier that Detective Man saw him at. He told him to go home. Uh... He ran through crime scene tape at the scene of an active murder investigation. He told him to go home. Yeah. And so he calls his buddy Kyle to see if he is indeed murdered. And Detective Skeletor picks up. Like, Sanka, you dead? Yeah, man. And uh, he screams into the phone when it's answered like you do. Mm -hmm. And Detective Skeletor is like, who is this? But he just hangs up. It was hang yep. up. And uh, old Trickster shows back up. And John Connor's real mad. You know. Did you just call him Jean Connor? Yeah, he's he's French. Okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Yeah. And he, uh, as long as you he, don't give him a prisoner number, we'll be okay. We're getting there. Yep. So he, uh, yeah, and so he's he's like, but like, why did I kill my like? What do you mean, like, why? Did, like, my friend is dead. He's like, yeah, he was the witness. He's like, he wasn't there. I'm like, yeah, but he knew that you had the brain scan CD and that you were gonna do thing. You know that you were gonna do it, and he was so gonna be a witness. We had, we had to make sure he, that no one knew anything about anything in regards to this murder. Yeah, just in case he may have found out. And now he, uh, 
The cops show up to question him with Detective Skeletor and Sergeant Other Cop. Yep. Whose predominant feature was he was the other cop. Yes. Yep. Oh, the kind of dumb one? Yeah, the one in like the members only jacket or whatever yeah, it was. The co- the one didn't even have a tie on. Sloppy. And they uh sloppy copy. They're like, hey man, sorry about your friend. We got sloppy a couple copy questions. And Detective Skeletor, I like it. Yep. And he's like, okay, come into my house. I'm a minor with no parents or legal representation. This will hold up in court. Just like Home Alone. And they uh. <laughs> so they tell him they went to the school and turns out everybody says he's a freak weirdo deviant monster garbage person the bad what? kid the guy who runs a uh, a horror movie club is a is considered a weirdo freak yeah man if Chris is a weirdo they can never freak. make this movie now got webbed ears it's the damnest we're all, thing we're all perfectly normal here perfectly normal yeah webbed ears i have just the right amount of web in my ears thank you and the Old cops spider are, ears the They're cops are uh, swimming the cops question him for a second he totally responds like a guilty ass kid they, uh, and, a- and Detective Skeletor notices that there's some ashes. There's ashes in the fireplace, and since this is, you know, the the he, I think he says the middle of summer, which makes no sense because school is supposed to be in session. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's hot outside. There's no reason to burn anything in the fireplace. So get a sample of uh, whatever is in the fireplace. Yeah. Which he acquires through his uh, breaking and entering. Yeah, which is funny also because I'm pretty sure there's ashes in my fireplace because I'm just a lazy fuck and have not cleaned it out since the last time I burnt something in there. So you're probably back in December or January. He's been killing. Yeah, that or I've been killing people for the last five months. All right, well, I'm going to have the cops break into your house with no warrant. They're already there. To collect ash samples like you do. We'll wait till the podcast is being released. And uh, he gets another brain scan CD. I don't recall if Neighbor Girl brought it over or not. No, Na- Neighbor Girl brought the second one along with the um, the petition that friend Kyle had uh, started to get the horror movie club reinstated. Because... Because John Connor and friend Kyle had had a uh, a falling out, and Kyle was trying to get back into John Connor's good graces. Yeah, but uh, I mean, but he got killed. Yeah, so yeah, killed dead all the way, dead, 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 dead. So somehow or another, he ends up with the third one in the mail. Yeah, no brain scan makes it in front of him. Well, he smashes it, trickster, and trickster yeah. says the. He's like, ah, fuck you, trickster. I done smashed it. I'm not playing your dumb game for losers. And trickster's it's, like... Um, am I the only one who calls the demon brain scan instead of trickster? Y- yes. Okay. I call him Reginald. You didn't call him shit. 
maybe Rudiger. Yeah. Rudiger. Yeah, I don't know. Like I watched this like t- almost twenty years ago at this point, and in my head the demon the the guy was named Brain Scan instead of Trickster. So I, I always call him Brain Scan. This is the only time I've seen this movie though. Yeah, I saw it a long time ago. What do you yeah, call like fifteen him, years Trickster? ago or something? I call him friend. Friend. I friend. bet you do. Uh, Anybody else watch the in betweeners? No. Nope. Okay. All right. So, uh, Trickster Scan literally creates a new <laughs> CD. Thanks. And he's like, you gotta play this one now on account of you left evidence because you're a stupid idiot. Stupid fucking idiot. And, and like, you're gonna end up and I think he even like names the target ahead of time, which is Neighbor Girl. No, this is the footprints. Mm. Never mind, you're right. And he tells him, you know, you left uh, the footprints. Don't tell him he's right. Spoilers. So he's got to go get rid of the evidence. And in the meantime, Detective uh, Skeletor... That's what I would do. ...decided to get a drunken mob posse up. But then he has to try to talk him down a little bit. Yeah, he's like, all right, I know you're all here, and I know you're excited. When I, when I said I want to do ginned up, I didn't mean, like, literally full of gin. Yeah. And it, he doesn't want any guns, or you'll have to answer to him. So the neighborhood watch, as he coins the phrase, heads to the woods, like your neighborhood watch does. Woods watch. Yeah, they're looking for, like, you know, baby Jessica or whatever. And meanwhile, Jean Connor <laughs> heads over to the friend's house. Le Jean. And he uh, destroys the evidence, but uh, Sloppy Cop's in there. And he hears sloppy him. Sloppy Copy. And he, sloppy uh, Copy. Sloppy Copy. Thank you. And he gives chase. And somehow the kid with the busted leg in the woods, in the dark, outruns him. Well, because he's very sloppy. Yeah. Copy. He's a terrible cop. P. P. Copy. Okay, thank you. And, uh... Punch you in the face. So he gets caught by the principal guy. Principal tight-ass? Tight-anus? Yeah. High-anus. And he radios for backup. Way too high. But gets crushed by a bunch of bricks for his trouble. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Principal Taintus. So Jean Connor runs off because, uh... The posse is in hot Sean pursuit. Connor. Jean Val Connor. Yeah. Jean Connery. He, uh, hides in a basement... In uh, some kind of construction zone that he's in. It was yep. an unfinished basement. Yeah. Mm. And uh, the dog finds him. Same dog. Yep. Zach. Is that a ring to you, Troy? I uh, love me a good unfinished basement. <laughs> an unfinished basement. So I many bet, possibilities. I bet you do. Yeah. Nice earthy smell. <laughs> mm. uh, you're a weird guy. I like that. And so the... Uh, the drunken mob is in hot pursuit. Uh, sloppy cop. Sloppy fee. fucking fee. copy. I swear to God, say it in one breath or I'm going to fuck you up. It. 
I'm just kidding. Oh, I, ooh, you make me so angry. It's a sloppy cha pee. <laughs> You're a fuck. There's, shows, there's a glottal. There's a glottal stop in there somewhere. He shows up with his gun unholstered and just screams at the drunken mob. That's right. So they shoot him because they're terrible. He was the killer. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, in the confusion, Jean Valconner runs off. Is <laughs> stopped, Jean Valconner. Is stopped by a security guard who's like, uh, Hey! <laughs> they just shot a guy. Get on out of here, kid. You don't want no part of this killing business. And a, a detective Skeletor shows up. Diddly earlier. And he's like, hey, That's right. which one of you is going to tell his wife that you shot him? Bye. Which... Prisoner 24601, Will. That's what you said he wasn't supposed to do. Yeah. Well, I wasn't going to look it up. Shh. <laughs> I was wondering. So, uh, Jean Valconner. Lejon Witherspoon Val Connor. He heads home, but he's caught sneaking back into his house by neighbor girl. Right. And she's like, hey. Maybe she was watching The Watcher. What's up? Ooh, she's watching The Watchmen? Now we know the answer. I've always wondered. Actually, I was watching The Watchmen uh, late last year. It was really good. Yeah. The HBO series is really good. I don't know. Surprising. That it was good or that Brett doesn't know? Both. That Brett doesn't know. That Brett doesn't know. Yeah, it's like that song from uh, uh, Eurotrip. Brett doesn't know. Yeah, that one. That's good. (laughs) So a neighbor girl's like, hey, it's cool that you murdered a bunch of guys. I don't mind. (laughs) I think that's hot. Yeah, I'm super into murder. It makes me erections. Murdidly Erdler. And he just kind of slinks back in the house. Poor dullard. And old uh, brain scan. Scan brain. Brainster. Old brainster. is like, alright, disc four, buddy. I think you know what we gotta do. Killing somebody. We gotta murderly Erdler the neighbor girl. She knows yeah. too much. We gotta kill that girl you like. So he, Although uh, at some point he has like a weird almost sex dream about about her. Yeah, then she turns into the corpse from the first murder. It was uncomfortable yeah. until it was a corpse, and then it was all a little bit better for some reason. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, oh, thank it God. It went from being Ghostbusters to necromantic. Oh, how upsetting and strangely accurate. Yep. That's the story of my life, Chris. Story of my life. Although it, there were less broomsticks involved than necromantic. And necromantic. fewer blowjobs, to be fair. Than Ghostbusters, fair. oddly enough. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he creeps on over, grabs a pair of sewing scissors. You're a pair of sewing scissors. And heads upstairs. Shears. The The proper term is shears, Chris. Hey, oh. dullard, what's the matter with you? I suppose I'm sort of dullard. <laughs> <laughs> dullard. 
And uh, he's getting ready to murder her. Diddly Erdler. God bless your Baptist today, man. <laughs> I've on. never once said that. <laughs> I think you said it at least once. No, I've never said it. I bet you have. All right, so listeners, go back to listen to all of our episodes and let yeah. us know if Chris okay, ever actually said all all 300 of them or so. <laughs> I Chris, mean, crowdsource do, it if you want. Split it up amongst yourselves however you wish. Do what yeah. you do, bud. Get back to us. So, uh, Please prove Chris wrong, because that would be amazing. He goes to do the deed. I know he said at least once. But uh, neighbor girl's like... Quit sniffing your fingers. Hey, uh... Oh, I've been taking pictures of you taking film of me. We're not so different, you and I. Yeah, we're both weird, creepy, pee-peeing Tom people. Preverts. Yeah. Preverts, indeed. No regrets. And then, uh, that causes Brainscan to manifest. Skain brain. And he's like, hey, man, you gotta do the thing. Don't Don't stop it's- now. He's like, but I love her, and she loves me. Nope, and Brainscan's like, that's fine, I'm just going to swallow you now. Yeah. Then they start doing that wild video editing business, whatever the fuck that was. That was pretty good. Well, what's weird is yeah. Brainscan eats him, and then he turns back into Sean Val Connor. But, like, weird, like, he's got the weird, creepy, like, yellow digital eyes, and he's got some kind of weird fucked up thing on the side of his face. He doesn't look exactly like Jean Valconner, but... Yeah. He looks almost exactly like Jean Valconner. But then, you know, he, he fights back, fights through it, doesn't murder her. Through the and, power of love. Yeah, and somehow... That means Power he's Huey Lewis in the news, and he drives uh, Brainscan back out. But Brainscan has a little surprise for him. Brain Bram, and it's the old surprise Detective Skeletor. Yeah, where he calls him a murderer three or four times and then shoots him. Murderly Erdlerer, three times, and then. And then my personal favorite part of the movie happens, because this is one of my favorite tropes. I really love it. Oh, when they invalidate the fact that the movie even existed? Yeah, I like that. That's I'm really into it. It was an illusion. It's totally cool. And not at all. It was all. the game the whole time. Yep. I like it because it makes Chris angry. Well, in fairness, I was so not invested into it that it didn't bother me too much this time. That's also <laughs> true. But still, he didn't like it more than he could have not not liked it. So when, as I we was were still watching it, than I would be. I did say had not had not have happened. Okay, I did ask what you thought the over under was going to be on if this uh. was all bullshit. And he over said under. FFM. Yes. So, uh, yeah, he How wakes up. What is this? It was all just a beautiful, horrible, interactive CD-ROM-based dream. I mean, he was in control of it the whole time, because it's interactive CD-ROM. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so jarring that he had to destroy ten grand worth of shit in his room. Yeah. Like, just broke all good. of his computer shit. Yeah, and a lamp. I don't know why he broke the fucking lamp. It was the computer a computer I could lamp. Follow. Oh, yeah, it was one of those computer yeah. lamps. That's Jesus fair. Jesus Christ, yeah. don't you know anything? And then uh, 
Kyle, his friend, shows up. Friend. Because there's a, a sick kegger going on next door. Yep. For 16-year-olds, for the record. There's a pony keg, dog. Yep. Well, they're only 16. I mean, they can't pound a solid real keg. Yeah. And then, uh, so they, go, they decide to go over there and be cool, even though they are not cool. And yeah, cool they run into so goth cool chick. And they ask goth chick where uh, neighbor girl is. And she's like, neighbor girl's upstairs with jock guy. Yeah. And... And then John Val Connor is like, well, I'm going to go up there anyway because I believe in the power of love and Huey Lewis. And, and friend Kyle uh, starts spitting sick game at the goth girl like, hey, you remind me of that girl from that music video that that guy did. Yeah. You got glasses and, and, and a she, necklace and shit. And she's like, did you say music video? <laughs> Some guy. I love his work. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the 90s. Yeah, Calm down, Chris. And friend, Kyle's like, let me, hold on, let me grow a mustache so I can give you a ride. So, uh, Jean Valconner heads upstairs and finds neighbor girl and confesses his true feelings. Who is, who is basically holding back some jock's hair as he pukes into the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh. And he's. He's like, hey, you want to go out with me? Because, you know, that's what you asked in high school in the 90s. And she's like, no. And he's like, what? He's like, well, I mean, I'll think about it. And he's like, so you're saying there's a chance. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then she kisses him to further confuse the message. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, maybe. Smooch. Bye. What? And I, you know, that's pretty much it. Aside from the end credits stinger. No, no, no. There's the whole part where he goes back to Principal Tidanus. Oh, yeah. And is like, like, hey, you know, horror movie club should still be a thing. Here, check out this sick interactive CD-ROM. And it's going to show you how awesome horror movie club is. And then... Trickster brain scan gives him like the two elongated thumbs up from behind principal tidiness, and then we go to credits. Yeah, and you know you're in good shape as a person when you're actively hallucinating things that happened in an interactive CD-ROM game. Except the stinger, Chris. Yeah, where 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 Trickster brain scan is like. Oh, wait, hold on. We forgot this part. And then there's Zack the dog just carrying the foot throughout throughout town. And then sitting in front of a house. Yeah. What? A dog taking a foot for a walk? Get the fuck out of here. And that's brain scared. That's tripping, dog. Trickster. Tripping, dog, dog. No, the dog. There was a dog. The dog walked perfectly fine. It was on drugs. The dog was, it was hallucinating. It was, all, it was all high on foot. High on foot. Great. Oh, okay. Is that your feelings on the subject? No, I just wanted to yell the word great. Oh, well, well played. <laughs> He's he suddenly become Tony the Tiger. It's great! 
What dog? What do you think about the movie film oh, Hot Lanta? You didn't ask yet. It started out kind of slow, and then there was the trickster, and he kind of, you know, made the movie fun again. It was a, a very 90s movie. It was chock full of all your hard rock industrial favorites. Mud Honey. Uh, yeah. Tad. Alcohol. Funny car. White Zombie. Dandelion? KMFDM. Primus. That's what the the man liked to listen to was Primus, the trick star. I don't know. I'm kind of kind of mixed on this one. It was interesting. It was good. It's any any Ed Furlong stuff is great just because he never made anything after he was a kid, so I don't know. Wow, that's insightful. I don't know. <laughs> Shut up. Leave me alone. <laughs> And then it's, I almost kind of have to agree with Chris, though, at the end. It kind of takes away from it when it's all spin nothing. It was all just the game. But I guess we should have known the whole time. Well, well was David Fincher the director? I yeah. don't think so. Yes. Oh. Yeah, it was definitely, no, it, it was obviously David Fincher. Based yeah, on the, the way Chris said that, I'm going to guess that it is. <laughs> I don't know. It was pretty fun. I say give it a watch. There's nothing wrong with it. Great. Yep. May I? I guess so. Oh, thank you. If you must. It is a... It's a time capsule of a movie. It can only exist when it existed... By it's lawnmower man in the sense that it's like based on technology that simply wasn't a thing at the time and simply doesn't exist now. It's fine. It's it deserves every bit of the middle of the road rating that I'm giving it. It's not bad. It's not great. It's interesting. It's entertaining enough. I remember it being better from when I was a kid. But a lot of things when I was a kid were better than they are now. I mean, you could do worse with 90 minutes. But, I mean, you're not, you're not missing much. I think really, the, the trickster guy probably was the, the best part. Just the... The design, I wish I could have been in that meeting when they were, like, finalizing the design on that. Or like, teeth. Mm. Lots of teeth. He's lots of small teeth. Uh, leather pants, is that... Did, Ray, did you say leather pants? Okay, Ray says leather pants. We're going to do that. Uh, crushed, crushed velvet, weird. Okay, we'll do it. No, that's fine. Yeah. And weird elongated fingers that he can break whenever uh, he needs to. That. that the guy that brought the coffee in who doesn't work here said something about a rooster-like haircut. Can we? <laughs> well, okay, we'll do it. Really go up on the sides. We don't. We don't normally let the guy who brought coffee in from the place down the street input on this stuff, but we'll do it this time because it's like the, it's like the Key and Peele uh, sketch where they do the Gremlins two like brainstorming meeting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like to think so. Yeah, I agree. 
But I think it's kind of worth a watch just because it's so 90s. It, it's... Maybe that's why I like it so much, just because it is so 90s. It's incredibly tame for it being an R, because I think this is rated R. I mean, honestly, like, I think the boobs at the beginning are the only reason it's an R. Yeah. I mean, don't seek it out, but if it shows up and you happen to be there, like, you get it in the mail on something that says brain scan repeatedly. Watch it. Throw it in your interactive CD-ROM cassette <laughs> caddy. <laughs> And give it a go. That made me so happy when I saw that. What do you say, Troy? Uh, I I say that the soundtrack for this movie is Razor. Bear. Um, Yeah. uh, Otherwise, mm, I just feel like this is something you can just have on the background while you're, you know, Sunday morning, you're cooking yourself breakfast, you're folding your laundry, I, you're cleaning your kitchen, you're scrubbing out your fireplace, whatever. Like your laundry, this is holding your breakfast. This is not a movie that does that requires your attention at all. Uh, just turn up loud and enjoy the soundtrack whenever songs come on. Other than that, I don't know. I I I gotta say probably a no generally. Although if you want just like to have like a good like '90s nostalgia boner f- for something, this is decent. Enough to do that for you, but generally, I don't know. I, I'm going to say no. It's it's a movie. It makes me happy at times because of like just things I recognize from when I was like a kid or a teenager. But generally speaking, I, it's not that good of a movie, so I'm going to say no. So what are we watching next week, Chris? Yeah. You don't know, because I didn't tell you. It's Event Horizon, as suggested by Jefferson Clark. I believe you. With Sam Neill with no eyes. Classic Sam Neill. Oh, I I'm remember so excited Event for this. Horizon. I haven't seen this movie in probably... 25 years? 20 years? It's been a long Super time. Super excited. Yeah. Uh, I remember I remember watching it though, and it, it was one of those movies that got under my skin at the time, so I'm kind of excited. So what if other people want to recommend things that may or may not get underneath skin? How would they do that? Birds. Trained birds. Not the least worst oh. thing you've said. Oh man, Chris, if you had homing pigeons that people could take and then like put movies on and attach their legs. Question like, do they pictures? have to be question. Do they have to be pigeons? Well, I mean, homing pigeons are a thing. I don't know about homing any other birds. What about, like, homing hawks or vultures? Homing missiles. Yeah. Hawks. Just send Chris homing missiles. Yeah. Blow them up a little bit. Well, just send them near the house. I'll know. Whatever. It's your (laughs) organs, not me. Or you can find us on the Facebooks because we're Slaughterhouse Princess. You can email us at slaughterhousepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on the whole internet at slaughterhouseprincess.com. We're on Twitter, Slaughter Prince. We're on Reddit, SHP Podcast. We're on uh, mm-hmm. like Google and YouTube and all that mess. Stitcher and iTunes. Uh, barking at your Alexis to tell it to... Bark Slaughterhouse Prince Bark. 
Good. Great. All that exactly stuff. Exactly how that works. Discord, Patreon, and store.slaughterhouseprincess.com for those three particular Slaughterhouse Princess needs. And again, all that mess is at slaughterhouseprincess.com. So come back next time for Event Horizon. And while other podcasts think about movies, we'll drink about movies. Bye. I'm going to call 1-800-555-FEAR. Yeah, right now, Chris. I've been waiting. Yeah, I dialed it in. On speaker. On speaker. (laughs) Boom.